Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome. We had a big show today, and like we say that every day, I mean, that's three hours of power. <laughs> every day. Three powerful hours. Three powerful hours of local radio content in your ear holes. <laughs> Isn't it funny how ear holes... It's such a gross word. Is it? Yes. Yeah, ear hole. Hole is the word that is yeah, gross. Yeah, probably. Not ear hole. But it's also, the hole's kind of unnecessary. Nose in your hole. ears. Nostril. Nose hole. Yeah, it's gross too. Mouth hole. That's also gross. Yeah, it's the hole. You're right. Hole is the gross word. On a hole, hole is the gross part. <laughs> I ate a whole pie in 25.7 seconds last week. I heard about that. Did you feel sick afterwards? Oh, I felt great. Could have done it again and I don't even think it was my best. Today's show though, we talked to <laughs> Nayara. It was some of your best. Well, speaking of the best. Yes. We've got one of the great human beings here in Tasmania. In fact... Young Australian of the Year for Tasmania, Nayara, on the show. And she broadcast to us from London, if you don't mind. London. We crossed live to her via Zoom. I think it was after nine o'clock there. So she stayed up late for us. We also talked about the Tooth Ferry. What was the going rate these days for the Tooth Ferry, depending on where you are? And we heard from Rodney too, which was interesting. (laughs) Poor Rodney. And we also talked about restaurants and walking out. If you don't get your meal in time, what happens there? Here's yeah, what you missed. Tubes was a bit of a Karen. <laughs> sure. I was a bit of a Karen. That's offensive to Karens everywhere. <laughs> Here's what you missed. We're live on the listener app right across Tassie and on FM 107.3 in Hobart. It's Triple M Breakfast. Producer Rhea is back in the chair with Tubes. Good morning. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning, Hobart. Good morning, Tasmania. Almost said good morning, Tubes. Good morning, Tubes. (laughs) Good morning, Rhea. Let's everyone just take a moment this morning to say good morning to yourself. Yes, it's great (laughs) to have you back in the studio, Rhea. You had a good week off? I did. I had a great week off celebrating my 30th birthday. Wow. Welcome to your 30s. Yeah, still a baby. Life starts now, Rhea. That's what I've heard. That's, That's what they keep telling me. Tee off. Get ready to tee off because you'll be going berserk from now on. Does that hey. mean I have to take up golf? No. no. Okay, great. Tee off on life. On the weekend, I had to go to Launceston. Yes. To commentate cricket. And it was a bit of a weird weekend because Erin, uh, my partner, had a acting gig on on Saturday night. Oh, cool. So I had a gig on Saturday commentating cricket. She had a gig on Saturday night acting. And I we didn't know what we were going to do with the kids. So I, just, I said to Erin, you know what, why don't I take the kids to Launceston, get my parents to meet us in Launceston, and hopefully mum and dad will be able to look after Molly and Ray while, great while I commentate cricket just for the day. And that was great. So mum and dad took the kids out, had a great day with them, go to the monkey park, went to Toy World, bought mm-hmm. them the world. Of course they yeah, did. Yeah, they That's what grandparents just, are for. <laughs> yeah, and it was great to see the kids with mum and dad. But the game finished pretty quickly. The details of that I'll talk to you after 7 yeah, o'clock yeah, yeah. as to what happened. But we managed to get together, myself, mum and dad and the kids, and have dinner. So I wasn't. I was bringing the kids home that night. Molly really was keen to go to a restaurant. She loves going out for dinner to a restaurant. Like it's a real Like a dad, yeah. Yeah. So we went to a restaurant, sat down, 
ordered the kids their food, ordered our food, ordered a round of drinks and sat down to the table. I'm just keeping an eye on my watch and not not even joking, we, we were 50 minutes waiting and hadn't had any food. Oh, was it busy? No, no, it wasn't. And so I was like, oh, mum's like, mum, it's like, where is the food? The kids have had their drinks. Like, where is the food? That And they were starting to get a bit ratty. Yeah, going like, out for dinner with kids on the best of times yep, is a bit much. But yep. then when they're having to wait that long for the food. 50 minutes we <gasps> waited. And, I, and I'm like, I've got to say something. So I grabbed one of the uh, wait staff and said, excuse me, um, we can you just give us an update? Like, the kids are getting a bit upset because they're starving hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't any food. And I looked at our waiter, and our waiter looked panicked, like went white. Oh, no. And it turns out that something had happened. Our order hadn't got sent through to the kitchen, (sighs) and she's running around trying to organise the food while another waiter has come over to us and said, excuse me, I'm uh, I'm just not sure what's happened. Um, I said, do you know what? Let's just cancel it. The kids got to eat now. We stood up and I said, our way to come over, I said, I've just sent off to the kitchen. I said, no, no, it's too, too late. late. The, ki- mm. the kids have got to eat now. I'm sorry, we're going to go. And I just said, you can sort our drinks out. Okay. I, I just pointed, I just said, you can sort the drinks. Yeah. And we walked out of the restaurant. And, and were they as, okay with that? What did they well, say? Well, no, no, no. As I'm walking out, Dad has turned around and said, mate, we've got to pay for the drinks. And I said to Dad, mate, we've been sitting here for 50 minutes. That's not how this works. We're leaving. Okay. And he, f- I sort of almost had to drag Dad out of the, <laughs> out of the restaurant. But you've worked in hospitality. You know I, kind of how this works, yeah, right? Well, I'm, I don't know. I haven't worked in hospitality for over 12 years now. I haven't worked at a bar shift for nearly 12 years, but I'm wondering if Hobart can tell me, 0488881073 or call one triple three five three. have I done the wrong thing walking out without paying for my drinks? Yeah. Or is that is that how it works still? 0488881073? Or call one triple three five three. The bad news is that we had to get takeaway on the way through a drive through, and you know where I went, didn't you? I know, know where you specifically went specifically mm-hmm. through a drive through, mm-hmm. which wasn't great, but that's okay. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. It's triple M breakfast from the Bureau of Meteorology. Brooke Oakley. Good morning, Brooke. Good morning. You're going to give us an update on all things weather for this week for Southern Tasmania. So what's happening? Well, for today, we are expecting a mostly sunny day across Hobart and all of southern Tasmania. The winds are going to get a little bit gusty this morning and into the early afternoon, particularly about areas to the south and the west of Hobart. But we are expecting average temperatures for this time of year, heading to a top of 20 degrees. And we are generally going to see westerly winds for most of the week, so that brings showers to the west of the state. But fine most of the time for Hobart. There is a cold front to brush the south overnight tonight. So that might bring a light shower or two early in the morning, but most of tomorrow will be fine with a top of 17. And then remaining fine until another cold front crosses on Wednesday night. That'll bring just a shower or two on Thursday and it'll cool it down for Thursday with a top of only 16 degrees. Just quickly, Brooke, I have to run up a mountain on Sunday, <laughs> Mount Wellington, Kunanyi. I know it's too hard to, maybe too hard to look at, but what, what's the early forecast for the weather on Sunday morning in Hobart? Yeah. Can't believe you got duped into that, but <laughs> at this stage, the weather is looking good for the weekend for both your run up the mountain and also the Christmas pageant in Hobart on Saturday. Settled weather, 
with maximum temperatures around 20 degrees. So at this stage, it's looking good. Sensational, Brooke. Always good to get the update. And I know that is really important weather broadcast for the (laughs) pageant as well. Brooke Oakley from the Bureau. Always good to chat. Thank you. Last week, we're getting to, well. We're getting to this point in our family where we're starting to think about the tooth fairy. Oh, nice! So, Molly started to get some of her big teeth, yep. which is really exciting. However, her bottom two front teeth are growing or were growing behind her baby teeth, okay. so they didn't have the chance to push up against the baby teeth to push them out to help push them out. Mm-hmm. So we had to take Molly to the dentist to get an X-ray and just check that those teeth are going to be yep. okay. Then I had to take her back to the dentist last week to possibly have an extraction. Oh, no. And Erin was nervous about it. I was nervous about it. Molly Mm -hmm. was certainly nervous (laughs) about it. But we took her along to the city dentist on Newtown Road. And let me tell you, I, I, I don't often do this, but they were incredible. Oh, really? They were absolutely unbelievable. Dr. Alistair, he's a younger dentist there, yeah. and he was amazing with Molly. So Molly had basically two rows of teeth mm-hmm. in the bottom of like her mouth. Like a shark. Like a shark. <laughs> so we went in, and the doctor sort of looked and said, no, it's all going okay for, as far as the x-rays go. However, Molly, what do you think? We might have to pull those teeth out. Mm-hmm. And I looked, I looked at Molly, and she goes, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> Good call, said, kid. Well, Molly, the good news is that if you help, if you let Doctor Owl at these teeth, the tooth fairy will come mm-hmm. tonight, and we're off to Launceston. So you'll have some spending money to spend in Launceston when we go to Lonnie this weekend. Yeah, did that convince her? She said, "Okay," but Doctor Owl had a dental assistant with him called Georgia, mm-hmm. and Molly looked straight at Georgia. And just said to her, out of nowhere, you are very beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And Georgia Georgia is a little bit thrown. And I said, said, Molly's been talking about you since we came last week, Georgia, about how beautiful you are. But that's really nice, Molly, but you need to just sit still (laughs) and let Dr. Al. So Dr. Al went at her teeth, put in some juice. He said, we're going to put some sleep juice in there. He put the numbing cream Mm -hmm. on. Molly was really, really brave. They put in a needle and everything, numbed her all up. She was starting to feel a bit weird, you know. And uh, and she said, like, he basically pulled the teeth out and he was trying to hide this set of basically what looked like pliers. Yeah, the scary tools. And and he was trying to hide it. But Molly is so inquisitive. Of course. She's looking at him going, what have you got? He said, oh, nothing, nothing. And he said, no, no, behind your back there. He said, (laughs) I said, Dr. Al, you you better let her see. Yes. and he goes, oh, it's just these. And they were the most vicious-looking oh, pliers no. I've ever seen. And Molly, to her credit, just goes, oh, okay. Then leant right back, <laughs> sat back, and just let him go for it. Yes. Pulled out the teeth. And Molly was so excited, she got to put her teeth into the bag and put it under her under her pillow, and the tooth fairy came. And I was wondering, Hobart, 0488881073, what's the latest um, tooth fairy? The going rate? Yeah, because Molly was very, very lucky. She had two teeth... And she got two gold coins for each tooth. So she had $8 for two teeth. That's not bad going. I thought the tooth fairy was pretty generous. Yeah. 0488881073, what do you think? Or 133353. But shout out to Dr. Al Norris at City Dando. He was absolutely unbelievable with the kids. And the beautiful Georgia. And, of course, the beautiful Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it's triple M breakfast.
Mornings. Peter 44 joins us live on 13353. Morning, 40. Good morning, guys. Good to talk to you. Sad news with the death of Johnny Ruffo. Oh, that was sad. Although, you know, obviously it was never going to end well. Mm. And he said that himself. But you always hope against hope and you think, oh, it could be years away. But I think they knew it was getting pretty close. I know that some of the older cast members on Home and Away who really... Because he was from Perth and he was, you know, when he first came across to uh, Sydney, they kind of took him under their wing. And he's kept in very close to a number of them and they were invited to go and do a final goodbye to him on Wednesday. So they must have known. And, and then Friday he was gone. But gee, what an amazing young man to conduct himself in the way he did in recent years and putting it out there on Instagram. And, and sometimes those photographs he'd show would be quite confronting to see, but he wanted people to know the realities of brain cancer. It wasn't like he wanted the sympathy vote, but he wanted other people to know and in turn, you know, raise money and awareness. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's tragic to watch it sort of unfold via yeah. his Instagram too, but the reality of brain cancer there, 40. Well, see, the thing is, just to quickly explain why when celebrities do this, why it's good, is the truth of the matter is that most editors and executive producers of TV shows, they don't really want to do segments about diseases and cancer and causes and things because it's a downer and it, you know, people switch off. That's the fear. Mm. But if you've got a celebrity talking about it, they think, oh, okay, well, that might be interesting. People won't switch off. So that's the power that celebrities have when they choose to use it in these sort of situations. Margot Robbie shouted drinks for all diners at a restaurant, 40. All 125 <laughs> of them. And not just drinks, she shouted them cocktails. You oh. know what's a cocktail? Set you back about 25 bucks most places. And this is a sort of upmarket place. But she was there having dinner and just felt in a good mood. Everyone was being lovely to her, so she shattered the entire 125 people a cocktail. And so she's, she's making a mint off the Barbie movie, so it's all good, <laughs> isn't it? She's got the money. Well, there is also a bit of fine print there that the cocktails had to consist of the brand of gin that she now owns. Oh. So, yeah, a little okay. bit of cross-promotion uh-huh. there, I think, going well, on. But anyway, nonetheless, still good. Smart way <laughs> to spend your money, I suppose. Uh, and Kylie Minogue is getting a Grammy nomination. That's amazing, Forty. Yeah, well, she's had a couple in the past, and she's actually won one, but this is for Padam Padam. And, you know, it's quite funny when you think about it, the year that she has had, when it's just not, it's not what the textbook says, that a woman in her 50s should be having success in the pop music world. But she is, well and truly, and Padam Padam has totally reinvigorated her American base. And, of course, she's now got the Vegas thing happening as well. So, and now, you know, potentially a, a Grammy nomination to come out as well. Yeah, best pop dance recording for Padam Padam for Kylie Minogue. Love the album too, 40. 40, always good to chat. We'll chat to you on Friday. Have a good one. The 2024 Australian of the Year Awards for Tasmania took place in Hobart on Friday night, highlighting some of our state's most inspiring people, one of which is actor, musician and Indigenous activist Nayara, who joins us live. Good morning, Nayara. Morning, Tubes. It's my evening here in London town, but good morning. I was going to say, or, or is it good evening? Because you're in London, of course. Tell us first up, why are you in London? I am in London at the Royal Academy of Music, a course that took me maybe four times to get into, but it's one of the best in the world, if not the best in the world for a reason. 
and I'm studying musical theatre full-time, which is my now goal and dream for the foreseeable future. Absolutely unbelievable. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. It's been a busy couple of days for you, Nayara. Tell us what's happened. Look, I didn't think it was going to happen. I really didn't want to even apply. My nominator forced me. She was messaging me every day up until the deadline. Even the day before, Nayara, it's due tomorrow. You have to get it in. Uh, and yeah, I, we did. And on Friday night, I happened to win the young, the Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year, which is nuts. It's absolutely amazing, Nayara. And I know that these things sometimes can take some time to find the motivation to nominate yourself for it. Obviously, your nominator is a close friend. Tell us about that relationship. Look, it, you have to have people in life who push you to the edge a little bit or make you challenge yourself and what you want to do. And Dr. Leila Landowski, who is an incredible, uh, well-known scientist and neurologist in Tasmania and Australia and actually quite famous for her work around the world, uh, is one of those women in my life. You know, a couple of years ago, I saw her around Hobart and I just took a stab and I messaged her out of the blue and said, hi, my name's Nayara. And I'd like to get to know you because I think you're the kind of woman I'd want in my life. And lo and behold, four years later, <laughs> she nominates me Young Australian of the Year. And now that's it. I got it for Tasmania. And now I'm up for the one in Canberra yeah, in January. It is amazing. You use Instagram and TikTok to start important conversations about First Nation identity, culture, representation. You want to see kids growing up seeing an entertainment industry that is full of diversity. Tell us why that's important to you, Nayara. Oh, it's so important to me. One of my main mottos in what I do is you can't be it if you can't see it. And, you know, I grew up with Jessica Malboy on the screen and that was kind of it for me, really. I was like, wow, Jessica Malboy, she's... And everyone knows that iconic out on the desert Australian Idol uh, audition where she sung in front of Marsha and Dino, I think his name was. And, oh, it was just iconic. And I really think that's what the world I was I remember I was mind blown because that was kind of only the one thing I'd saw of an Aboriginal girl up and doing her thing for my entire childhood teenagehood into studying music and become, making it become my thing and I think it's a bit like why Hamilton's changed the scene a lot too is because that's what our streets look like I want the theatres and the stages and the screen to just represent what our streets look like in Australia. We're a very diverse country and I think our industry should match that. This is the cherry on top for what's been an enormous year for you, Nayara, being nominated for the uh, Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year. Tell us about your year in so far. I mean, it, there's still a couple of months to go, but what it's been enormous for you. Yeah, it's been a big one. I'm eight weeks into London, which at the start, if you would have told me in January that I was going to be moving to London I'd, and I'd get into the course... I, I wouldn't believe you. It's been an insane one. I Deadlock came out. If you've seen Deadlock, yeah. it's a absolute hoot showcasing Tasmania. If you live in Kingston, you probably or Signet, <laughs> you're familiar sites. Uh, this year, I toured Australia with the Sunshine Club. Did a season at the Theatre Royal in Tassie, Nipaluna, and up up north in Burnie, Padaway, which was beautiful. I loved that show and got to tour Australia for the most of the year. So my year has almost entirely been all sorts of shows. We shot and we filmed T Bad Locals, our TikTok series with Ella Watkins, and that comes out this month, which is really exciting, which showcases a lot of things we've never done in Tasmania. So I'm really excited for that to hit TikTok. It sounds like your basket is full. You might need to get a new basket, Nayara, to continue the success and, and well-earned success because I know how hard you work. Nayara, thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us. What happens now with the Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year and the awards? It's a mouthful, isn't it? Can we say that to start the Tasmanian Australian Young Achievement? Not Young, not young, young. <laughs> Tasmanian Young mouthful. Australian of the Year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, 
I, I, I think it's an exciting platform. I don't really know what that, what it means for me yet. I hope I can use it to bring and start be in the conversation for a lot of things. Even the people that create uh, the awards is the Australia Day Council, which is a conversation I really want to, you know, be involved in. Uh, as a First Nations person. So it's really exciting. I think the people I'll get to meet, even getting to meet old Albo, um, Albanese in January is really exciting. And, you know, go to Canberra and get to meet people uh, in those seats making decisions. And for one thing, you know, I'll think about this year is we need to listen to First Nations voices. And I think we're here ready to ready to tell what we have to say, you know, and for the a better future for tomorrow. So I'm really excited for what's going to happen uh, in the next few months. I'm really keen. Nayara, Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year, thanks so much for taking some time to chat to us here on Triple M. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Tasmania. It's Triple M Breakfast. Hey, shout out to everyone who's just finished their exams for year 11 and 12. Yeah. Well done to you. I remember when I did my year 12 exams, uh-huh. we had to go off-site from the school down to the local footy club. So we went you? to the Bernie Dockers Football Club, did our exams there. Scary times. It is scary times. I only had a couple because I was doing a vet course at the time, so I only had a couple of actual exams. But those couple were pretty daunting. I had, in year 12, I had math stage. How's this? This is the sort of nerd <laughs> I was. It, and I shouldn't say that because... But this Being a nerd's I, not a bad thing, no, but I, I don't think anyone's questioning how much of a nerd you are. Geez. No, no. Maths stage three, mm-hmm. top level maths, physics, mm-hmm. chemistry, and biology. Wow. They were my year, they were my <laughs> year 12 subjects. <laughs> physics, chemistry, biology, and maths stage three. I don't think I've... Oh, I mean, I do use a bit of... Look, well done, everybody. Well done, everybody. I hope you are all relieved from the stress you would have been feeling last week, but congratulations to everyone. That's the way you do it. It's the ultimate state showdown. Tazzy Trivia. For creative homes, $50,000 first homes builders boost. Oh, yeah, and me being a nerd in year 12 led to this, the peak of my career. It's Triple M Breakfast, Tazzy Trivia. For a hundred bucks cash, let's talk to our contestants, Jenny from Eggs and Bacon Bay. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thanks. What's going on? It's the sun is shining, so it's a good start to the day. Did you finish year 12? Did you go to year 12 exams? No, I did year 11, and then I started working. Smart. <laughs> smart stuff from you, Jenny. Can you test your buzzer, please? Jenny. Beautiful. Well, you will be taking on Luke from Carlton River. Morning, Luke. Morning. What's happening in your world, Luke? Uh, a little bit of work today, yeah. What do you do for a living, Luke? Oh, a bit of a good fortuitous plug. I work at Stoneman's Garden Centre. Oh, shout mm. out to Stoneman's. Love that, Luke. Can you test your buzzer, please? Oh, Luke. Beautiful. We got three questions. You get two correct. You win 100 bucks cash. It's as easy as that. According to the 2021 census, what is the population of Kingston? Is it A, 9,967 or B, 12,200? Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. B is correct. Jenny, well done. <laughs> Question number two: Who was recently announced as the Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year? Luke. Luke. Uh, Nari. Oh, I cannot remember her last name. Nayara is correct. No, Luke, no, well done. Yeah. Excellent work. She is the actor, musician, and Indigenous activist Nayara, and that is brilliant. Uh, the other option was Jim Colville, 
Reverend Jim Colville is the Tasmanian Senior Australian of the Year. Question well, number... That's, S- sorry. that's funny. He was our, he was our wedding uh, pastor. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. That's Tazzy. There you go, Luke. So you would have got that one right. Brilliant stuff. You did. We're on to a tiebreaker. Question number three. What is the name of the farmer's market that takes place in Hobart's Bathurst Street every Sunday from 8.30 to 1? Is it A, the Farmgate Market, or B, the... Jenny. Hobart- Jenny? A. Correct. Hey, it boy. is Woo. the Farmgate Market, Jenny. Love that from you. You've won 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost on now by Creative Homes. What are you going to do with the cash, Jenny? Um, I think I might take it this time. You sure? You don't want to come back? Oh. No, I was pretty nervous last time and, yeah, <laughs> we'll, go with, we'll go with it today. Jenny, you've got 100 bucks cash. Well done. Bad luck, Luke. Oh, well, two well, tries, two fails. That's all right, <laughs> Luke. It doesn't matter. If you fail, you get up and you have another crack again. We'll be doing it again tomorrow. You can be like Jenny and win yourself 100 bucks every single day thanks to Creative's $50,000 First Home Builders Boost on now by Creative Homes. You text in on 0488881073. One text in gets you a ticket in the metro. If you send us a picture, you get two, two. tickets. Mm-hmm. If you give us a call, 13353, you get three tickets. So anyone that calls the show throughout the week gets three tickets in the metro. That's not a bad result. Three chances to win. But I love that we can get photos through. There's been a few come through, which is sensational. I'm not sure. This is just a photo of a bloke in a Holden T-shirt with a Holden in the background and a dog. Nice. Love, love it. it. There's no, two, two no, tickets in the Metro. No context, <laughs> but you've got two tickets in the Metro. No name, nothing. Uh, Big George from Bell Reeve. Oh, my God, I just spewed that disgusting vomit-inducing mo that Tubes is trying to grow should come with a warning. <laughs> I'll pay you 50 bucks to shave it off, Big George and Bell Reeve. That's whole, the that's whole point, George, is raising funds for Movember. He'll shave it okay. off at the end of the month. I will. Do you reckon you'll be able to twizzle it up into a little curl at the end? Absolutely not. It's, <laughs> my old man used to say it's, that the cat could lick it off. <laughs> Maybe that might be true. But it's grown quite a bit in the week I've been off. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> David, sure. listening via the listener app, has said, Tubes is causing trouble again. Ha ha. Sounds about 50 right. 50 minutes to wait for a meal is fair enough, and you did the right thing. That is after we uh-huh. waited for 50 minutes. We got a, a round of drinks ordered. We ordered our meals, and... They didn't come for 50 minutes. Because they hadn't, put the, out, they hadn't put the docket through. And I got up and walked out, took the whole family with us and said, no, nah, you can sort the drinks out. We're not paying for those. And left. I mean, I I'm love it. I'm a little it. worried that I've stolen. No, no, no. no. I, I would th- love to be able to do that, but I think I would feel too guilty and be too scared with the confrontation. <laughs> that's, that's how, in my mind, that's how it works. We talked a little bit earlier about the tooth fairy who came to our house for the mm-hmm. first time last week after Molly had to have a couple of teeth extracted because they'd grown in the wrong spot and uh, I asked Hobart what the going rate was for the tooth fairy Mm -hmm. because Molly, our daughter, got $4 per tooth, which is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. I thought the tooth fairy was pretty generous. Trace in Southarm says, the tooth fairy's been dropping $3 per tooth at our place, 5 bucks for your first one. Oh, yeah. Trace is listening via the listener app. Yeah, maybe the first one should be worth (laughs) a little more. How's this? She says, she goes on to say that the tooth fairy had forgotten to collect recently, two oh, days no. in a row. Maybe she's a bit busy after being uh, all sorted now, but that's pretty interesting. That's that's quite unique. And, and Donna from Kingston reckons that perhaps six-year-olds aren't ready for notes just yet. That's yeah, why the stick tooth to fairy the gold leaves, coins. leaves the coins, yeah. Mm. I like that. I think gold coins are better. 
I've always liked having $2 coins. I think my first tooth, the Tooth Fairy bought me a $2 coin, uh-huh. I remember, because I was, remember, it was just when $2 coins were released. So they were released in 1988. I think I lost my first tooth when I was seven, maybe. So does 89? the Tooth Fairy not account for inflation? Because what can you... Back, back then, back in those days, tubes, you could buy a whole bag of lollies for that. What could you get now for two bucks? No, well, it's not two bucks. It's four, Molly got four bucks per tooth. But I'm just... All I'm saying is I remember back then I went to the local takeaway... And I got four crunchies for two bucks, <laughs> which I don't That would think, barely get you one. I don't think the Tooth Fairy was overly happy with me going out, <laughs> losing a tooth and buying more sugar. You can text 0488 881073 or you can call 133353. It's Triple M Breakfast. Rodney from Signet has given us a call. Morning, Rodney. Morning. How are you guys? You got a Tooth Fairy story for us? Happy birthday, Rhea. Thanks, um, Rodney. <laughs> Uh, when I was a kid, um, I got an IOU. In the Tooth Fairy. Tooth, tooth Fairy ran out of money, so it was an IO written beside the bed. few teeth dropping out at that time of the year, was there, Rodney? Uh, it was a bit going on, but the Tooth Fairy ran out of money. Oh, that's no good, Rodney. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the Fairy came back and visited you a few days later with a couple of coins or something. No, when I was growing up. 20s and 5s. Yeah, hard times, Rodney. Yeah. Good on you, Rodney. Drive safe out there, big fella. <laughs> See you later. That's Rodney from Signet. Got three tickets in the meat tray just by giving us a call. As easy as that, one triple three five three. Triple M Breakfast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow from 6am. Don't forget triplem.com.au to enter the Triple M's 30, sec- 30 minutes. 30, 30 minutes. minutes. 30 minutes of fame, which is Outstanding. A couple of entries coming through. Get it out, Rhea. <laughs> Most people get 15 minutes of fame when they're getting their fame. We're giving you 30. We're doubling it, Hobart. Our boss said double it. Yeah. Just double it. Double it. We'll be back tomorrow from 6am with all... In fact, I think we might even have one of our 30 minutes of famers on the Ooh, show tomorrow. That's exciting. Here's to having a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you tomorrow from 6. Treat yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> You do it. Treat yourself. Bye. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.